my fellow free and low sovereign thinkers. Thank you for tuning to LO3 Podcast. My name is Craig Transmini from the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Friday, September 9th, 2022. This is episode 1560. We'll sell your soul. Europe's facing energy disaster and the system that rules us must be broken. Before I proceed, you can follow me on multiple social media sites or podcast channels. Let's type in Lucky Luck number three, Lucky Luck Roman number three, which are three eyes, or the Lucky Luck Roman number three podcast. In addition, you can find me on Telegram. Just type in Lucky Luck Roman number three podcast. If you want to contact me, you can go via email, Lucky Luck numbers zero three at protonmail.com. If you want to donate, you can get me at paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. Well, well. Oh man, a lot of crazy stuff is happening. Trump, which honey the Trump continues. Protest in Prague, across Europe, Asia, North America. And beyond. And I would like to uh, want to address the whole thing on the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Even though all these mainstream channels, cable channels, news channels, including Newsmax, by the way, are trying to praise this woman as some goddess. And don't get me wrong, I don't wish anyone ill will. But the way it's been exploited, like we should all idolize her, politically and all that. And it's very dangerous when you examine these things. In these United States, John Jay warned us on the power, the damn power and danger of foreign influences. Quoting the late Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah, you may be very talented, articulate, and so forth, but there's a lot of questions on this woman's legacy. As um, what I learned a while back, like the monarch really has the final say when it comes to parliament decisions and so forth. They're like the final straw. Prime minister can approve it after the parliament. They go right sent to the queen or the king. They had the final say, including the military. Folks are still at questioning about the death of Princess Diana Spencer. Many witnesses claim it was a uh, setup, allegedly done by the MI5. And who is? The one that called to call the shots on military-related material. The Queen. Oh, yeah. So, I was watching, you know, all the news, harping it for an hour and so. And we should all, like, mourning the world, the world should mourn. It ain't anything that people want to, like, the media wants to praise highly of. I always have to step back. That's just me. 
right now is um, very <laughs> intriguing. I posted something on Facebook about about that. Her getting the, all the government benefits for the past 96 years. Can we say universal basic income? Oh, yeah. And plus, too, they, the Queen controlled, had the final say, too, with the Bank of England. Another was a report from uh, Global Research on President Maduro from Venezuela trying to get gold out of the Bank of England. They said no. And she had the final say. And I'm not a fan of Maduro by any means. It's, like if you leave your hard assets into like a bank like that, they own it, not you. And of course, we're going to keep our eyes out for King Charles III, just like his papa, from the Duke of Edinburgh. Want to be a virus, reincarnated as a virus. And like father, like son. Globalism, depopulation, and all that. So I recommend everyone out there don't fall, don't fall for the hype of King Charles the Third, because it can be an trap. So everyone out there needs to put the eyes on him, because he is one devious individual. And I wouldn't be surprised he has a knowledge of Diana's death. Most people call it a murder plot. Always question authority regardless. And it's so cute when you got an individual who's an American citizen and had British roots talked about what England, Britain has or the United Kingdom has that the United States don't. It's the, final, the Queen has the final say. The difference is he's been misinformed. These United States, we have the Tenth Amendment. We can do nullification on legal laws on a federal level. Plus, called the Any Commandeering Doctrine. So we have that. And they can talk the song and dance about our comparisons, which is fine. We've always been rebel rousers, mavericks. That's what happened. So, um,. Always got to look at those areas, my friends. A lot more deceiving when you go deep into that rabbit hole. So always observe responsibly. And it's cute because a uh, congressman who's running for Florida governor, Charlie Crist, was on The View. There was a little segment, uh, brief video saying he supports the Second Amendment. But wants to ban assault weapons. Junior, what constitutes an assault weapon? And I know for a fact you sucked as governor before, you're a lousy congressman, and your promise was saying, I will do a lousy job if elected. I dare call it treason under Article 1, Section 20 of the Florida Constitution. Of course, Many people, some people called Ron DeSantis, Red Flag Ron. Yeah, he has his pros and cons. I had done my homework on him. And, and I always tell people, if you, if you see my past, if you listen to my past episode on Spreaker, Ron DeSantis, Andrew Gillum, for governor, don't believe the hype. I explain why. 
Always gotta pay attention. I don't believe in rock star governors. What constitutional servants? We're the boss, not him. But Charlie Crisp, we knew what he achieved as governor, attorney general, overall. But congressman, <laughs> forget about it. He brings his, he wants to bring his global attributes to the great state of Florida. He's gonna, he's the only way he's gonna win is to cheat. That's all I gotta say about the man. And I noticed too, I was, I was um, actually read a report in Miami-Dade County, Florida, that the school board um, ejected the LGBTQ or Pride Month in their school system, eight to one. So I know a lot of a lot of folks in that in that movement are not too pleased. A form of control, doctrination, which the public school systems have been doing for a long time in different avenues. I read a book called um, "The State Versus the People," that was written by Claire Wolf and the late Aaron Zellman, and talked about the school system doing it for your own good. Always have to find that amazing, and this is why I don't wasn't too shell shocked. But things backfire, which is good. You always gotta put their feet to the fire. This is why I tell folks never trust the government, regardless if it's federal, state, or local. Yes, and um, so I was like browsing around here, just checking some of the sites out on sense of news and um. That's good stuff. And it looks like according to from from news news source Infowars, yike. If the Democrat voters want to impeach Biden, uh, can you blame them? People are walking around naked. Of course, Vimo CEO exposed as world economic foreign agent, or young global leaders graduate. Yeah, he could be another globalist Uncle Tom, right? Absolutely. Watch out for the new COVID injections. There's nothing good about them. That's in the expose. And of course, an SHTF plan. Israel lied. People died. The untold story of the Holy Land's COVID vaccine deception. Dire situation. The fund, the fund of police sent alarm and made crime surge. Uh, like, at the federal level, they wanted to fund the police. The ATF, because they are. Tyrannical, treasonous, okay? So, uh, fake Christians and their impact on the culture. Stopping a bunch of yes people. White House Pox follows Kamala's path, avoids the border at migrants drown. Yes. And of course, according to headlines from uh, Liberty Headlines, WEF Globalist crowns a great reset king in England. Like I said, all eyes on King Charles III. Yeah, so, um, how America can still defeat the left and save itself from self-destruction. That's good. It's from LifeSite.News, which, um, they got banned. And I know, too, I have been, got two strikes. I got, um, on YouTube. I haven't been doing any, uh, channels on that because... 
you know, did a live interview, a function, a live feed on the protest of masks. They said it was medical misinformation. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But remember, they're a bunch of prostitutes anyway, you know, so don't need them. So I might just do my couple more uh, protest um, appeals, but I'm going to just tell them to stick it up their ass. Excuse my language, but that's how I feel about them. Yep, Putin plays the escalation game from Florida Free Beacon. Washington Free Beacon, excuse me. And uh, what else here? Oh. Strange sounds, fires, heat, and hurricane. California's most unusual extreme, a week of extreme weather events. That is Hurricane K, supposedly. Going along the Baja region and all that. They're going to be getting some rain from that storm itself. I don't know about the full hurricane force. We'll just wait and see. Hopefully, they need they need all the water. They need all the rain. They need all the rain, especially in the fires too. But um, yeah, so it's very cute here. Of course, game uh, great game India. How Dutch East India Company sank as its corrupt officials made their fortunes in Bengal. Yeah. So um. Oh, yeah, we can go on. Of course, Rumble to launch a range of exclusive shows. Cool. I think um, Gab's doing the same thing, so which is neat. So I might just get a little bit more active on Gab. So, yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff that's happened. Of course, I, I see there's one on Rare Foundations, that you, um, Rare Foundations USA. One person who was a protest, peaceful protest, been hospitalized, been acute, uh, was, um, been beaten by um, Ottawa police, according to him. Which is the attack. This is exclusive, by the way. Now, the watch of some of the um, English football player announces decision after Queen Elizabeth's death. Hmm. Okay, well. Massive violence as German fans clash with French rivals. <laughs> yeah, I was watching video footage of that. I'm like, good grief. There's only those handful of folks out there, you know. Hooligans, they call it the hooligans ordeal. And all pipeline news, are you ready to pay $50 per pound for ground beef? Oh, yeah. They have one here. A new American woke monsters can't resist attacking Queen Elizabeth after her death. And it was a, it was a good top, good, 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 good interview on that. And, um, and um, it needs to, uh, like I said, I am not fond of the monarch with possible dark sides within this institution. They're just one example. And that's why I'm like always, always been, you know, lovey-dovey, not lovey-dovey. So, well, I'm going to be right back. So let's stick around. All right, so we're going to read the article here from the nationalpost.com. We'll steal your soul. Biden's monkeypox Spock has a penchant for pentagrams, occultism, and Satanism. This was written by Raheem J. Kassam and K. Christopher Powell. Came out today, by the way. As it reads, Washington, D.C., on August 2nd, President Biden appointed Dr. Demetre Daskalakis. 
Yep, that's a Daskalakis, right? Yeah, Daskalakis. Excuse me, I'll smack me a few times, all right? As a White House National Monkeypox Response Deputy Coordinator, also the CDC's Division Director for HIV Preven Prevention, which previously served in Mayor Bill de Blasio's administration in the New York City Health Department. Well, right there. Self-explanatory. If you got, if you work in the clown's administration, you're gonna have half-assed results. <laughs> I'll continue on here. Daskalakis is known for his efforts in the world of HIV and other diseases affecting the LGBTQ TQ plus community, having attended New York University Medical School, followed by a residency, fellowship, and additional master's degree from Harvard Medical School. In an interview with Alanik in 2014, he said, quote, I learned my bedside manners from East Village Drag Queens, unquote. He attended Columbia University as a undergraduate and was a, quote, general and religion double major, unquote. Raised by Greek Orthodox immigrants in Arlington, Virginia, a review of Dr. Daskalakis' social media presence reveals a penchant for pentagrams and other satanic symbolism the new pulse can reveal. And he's right there, looks like it's his partner. You know, multiple pentagrams and all that, so... I'll continue on here. Daskalakis' social media presence is disturbing, to say the least. Alongside his partner, Matt Michael McNeil, the pair launched a goth gym in New York, which originally ran out of the high-profile Equinox gym chain before spinning off into its own brand based in a former gay club that turned into, at turn, in turn, excuse me, had taken over an old church of Manhattan, Monster Cycle. Monster Cycle social media pages are full of references to Satanism, the devil burning crosses and pentagrams and more. While the gym got fawning coverage from the New York Times below in 2014, its review on Sweat Carnegie made reference to alarming imagery and terrifying co-ed co locker rooms. Quote, there is a, there's light even in darkness, unquote. McNeil told the New York Post in the same year which correlates directly with a quote tattooed across the chest of Joe Biden's monkeypox coordinator, his partner, Dr. Daskalakis. Of course, there's imagery of this, his tattoo and all that. And it says here, quote, I have learned there's a light even in the darkest place, unquote. Dr. Uh, Daskalakis' tattoo of the pentagram reads, he also has ink showing the corpse of a dead creature, as well as a serpent, a head of three eyes, and what appears to be a saint-like figure, or even in depiction of Jesus Christ across the stomach. It's only—it's not only reference to Christ, to Christ the pair that Alaskas and Neil make in their social media posts. A series of imagery images. From 20, 2012, appearing to depict a seance or Ouija board ceremony with a lit crucifix depicting Jesus Christ laying on the pentagram on the table. So all, all, all the photos are there. You, can, you, you guys can see it for yourself. Another image from the same night shows McNeil the producer friend Bianca Gray using the Ouija board with a crucifix. Another image from 2011 shows Jessica Laskis appearing to mock Christ in depiction of the Last Supper. 
Exactly. It says here, the concerning imagery and association hardly stops here. There, and a October 2011 image shows the White House staff are wearing a pentagram helmet with an upside-down cross above it. I'm just wondering if he has to pays homage to Saint Peter, right, or Apostle Peter, because there's, there's claims he was crucified upside down. But I never say anything in the Bible on that. But just um, letting you folks know. McNeil in the background appears to be be wearing a crown of thorns. Of course. So, there's photos of that. Further, uh, pen, um, pentagram imagery can be scattered across the Monster Cycle uh, social media feature uh, feature either the pair uh, or, their fr or their friends. The 2014 post Facebook states, quote, will steal your soul, unquote. On the one of the accounts that Alaskas uh, follows on Instagram is a Satanic Temple TV, which describes its mission statement as we will entertain, challenge, delight, and disgust. We will explore the artistic and polit political and transgressive roots of modern Satanism. We will give voice to our diverse communities as Satanists, atheists, and social justice activists in a global society. So he does follow the Satanic Temple, which they're based out of Stock TV, which they're based out of uh, Salem, Massachusetts. The pair, McNeil and Descalaskis, also appears to have been married in a dark and occult ceremony in 2013. Prior to meeting McNeil, Descalaskis did not have the plethora of occult tattoos he now sports. As a year, a year prior, the pair saw a reality drag show star Sharon Needles in concert. Needles was found in that year to be using explicitly racist imagery in performances as well as deploying the N-word freely. At the time, the now was issued, but others have since expressed similar experiences with Needles, alleging 9-11 jokes, as, as well as a frequent use of the N-word. Okay, so I'll just leave it at that. The derogatory term. In 2021, Needles was accused of exposing a 15-year-old fan to drugs and alcohol, as well as images of his penis and inappropriate touching. His accuser, Anessi, said the drag queen gave me weed, shotguns, pretty much kissed me in the mouth a billion times. That's a quote. Later adding, quote, beer is gross. Sharon made me try it and I spat it everywhere. There's a, a, a photo from uh, Instagram on Sharon Needles. McNeil tagged his tweet about Needles, hashtag hell yeah, which is also strapped line to Where's the Cult Gym. You can see that too. Daskalaska's words have been loaded by leading gay magazine, The Advocate, which published another Biden hire, Sam Britton, Defending a website called Rempwood that was known for connecting older homosexual men with boys. And there's a report on that. Of course, Satan is waiting. That's another one. During the period of, of writing this article, Descalaskis has taken his Instagram page private. Although, the National Post has archived much of the content. There's a video on here with a woman banging her head and her bloody nose and doing the horns and all that. Of course, that's Galaxia's the front of the video screen. So, uh, uh, I find this very unimpressive anyway. And you got a man like President Joe Biden, which actually someone else appointed 
for him. Okay, because uh, the man doesn't know where, he, where he's going. Just been controlled, a, a controlled puppet for sure. And I was like looking at the Daskalaskis's um private page. All right, from archive.ph. He uh, is his home, advocate.com. So he sent some photos of him, but you can't really do anything on here. So um. That's to show off his body. Nothing new under the sun. I do find it's pretty ridiculous anyway. But more stuff trying to shove down our throats. Doctrination. But the whole the whole system is going to be crumbled anyway. Well, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. One thing for sure. As far as I'm concerned. The Biden administration is done. Get them all. Like I said before, if you only get Joe Biden, he won't be the fall guy. Because the man's close came to tie his own shoelaces. A lot more than what it is. I just like, um, hope folks know. Better start paying attention before complaining. When, um, you know how that goes. Be vigilant. Tenth Amendment. Any commandeering doctrine. Show the people of Britain what we're really about, right? Absolutely. All right, well, I'm going to do another one here. This came from the altmarket.us. And this was called Europe is facing energy disaster and it's going to be bleed it's going to bleed over into the US. Here's Brandon Smith was originally published at Birch Gold Group. Through the situation is ever changing Currently, the Russian government has announced an official shutdown of all natural gas exports to Europe through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline and plans to maintain the shutdown until the EU ends its economic sanctions over the war in Ukraine. This means that around 40% of Europe's energy resources are now gone with supply chain issues surrounding the 60% and prices skyrocketing for household and businesses. Back in March, an article titled, quote, the biggest lies so far surrounding Russia and Ukraine. I noted that. This is here in a quote. There's something else the media does not talk, does not talk about much, which is Europe's re, um, reliance on Russian oil and natural gas. If you want to see actual price inflation caused by Russia, let the EU ban Russian oil imports. Or watch as Putin cuts off the supply. Europe is dependent on Russian oil and gas for about 40% of overall energy production. They cannot survive a single year without it. If Russia retaliates and block energy exports to Europe, the EU will have to siphon oil from many other countries, reducing global oil global supply dramatically. This will cause Gas prices explode double, even triple current levels, unquote. Back in April of this year, in my article, Mia is ignoring these two events, which could cause economic collapse. I predicted that. Here's a quote. The Russian economy is not about to fold anytime soon. And now the EU, which is reliant on Russian oil and gas exports for 40%, their energy needs is about to face economic doom unless they submit to paying for energy in rubles, which they won't, or find a replacement source for gas and oil, 
which is impossible. Furthermore, with Europe on the global market looking for alternative oil sources, a big chunk of the oil market will be rerouted. What does this mean? Less oil and gas to fulfill demand in other countries. In other words, prices about to skyrocket higher yet again, unquote. And just to give you a late input in Britain, with the new prime minister, they're going to start refracking again. So, um, do fracking again. So, with that, propane, all that, you know, propane gas, heat, and so forth. So, Britain may have the opportunity to take advantage of this. However, we'll see how fast, let's see how far they can go. And even the United States, they can just continue on doing fracking. Screw what the president says. His, uh, Executive orders avoid anyway. The media disinformation surrounding the economic situation with Russia disarmed millions of people and fooled them into believing that it was Russia facing um, fiscal disaster rather than Europe or potentially the U.S. Now it would seem my prediction of a full spectrum crisis are coming true. The question is, what happens next? For now, all talk in the mainstream media will revolve around two things. What will be done to prevent disaster and how evil Russia is for cutting off the European population from warmth in wintertime. I'm not going to get into the weeds of the morality of Russia's actions versus European sanctions. After all, the EU sought to economically destroy Russia, as I have written in the past, both sides are being played by globalists to create a worldwide crash. But I want, I do want cover the inviolable EU response. European governments are now racing to implement the only policies they understand, stimulus policies. The UK and EU are announcing plans to artificially subsidize energy providers and pay a percentage of electric bills for households and businesses. Of course, one has to ask if it's that easy for government to simply print money and feed it to energy providers then why don't they just pay for everyone's electric bill all the time? Because price control never work. That's why. What the EU is planning is essentially a form, a, a form of price control using inflated fiat as a means to placate energy producers for as long as they can. Most oil and gas on the global market is purchased using the U.S. dollar, not the euro. So it is unclear if Europe will be printing euros to buy dollars or attempting to buy oil, gas, and coal directly. In any case, this will greatly reduce the euro value on the energy market and will and price will continue to rise for the EU anyway. The EU and UK are seeking to cap prices and pay the remain remainder, but if prices keep climbing, how much are they willing to subsidize how much they are willing to devalue the euro or the pound in the process. Are they willing to go, go into complete currency implosion and hyperinflation to pay for energy? All the debate over government stimulus and the effects will be meaningless. Though, if the issue of supply is not taken into account, the EU can print as much money as they want, but this doesn't help them if they can't acquire enough energy resources to provide the heating and, pub and power of the public needs. There is zero chance 
they will be able to fill the void left behind the rush behind rushing gas and oil. So a certain percentage of the European population is going to suffer regardless. Here are the developments Europe will see in the near term. Rolling blackouts, further price inflation energy in energy, business shutdowns due to operating costs, every fascism informants and government's monitoring of usage, further price inflation in general goods, including food, more government price controls, Government pushing the idea of universal basic income. Yeah, figure that out. Be, be supporting enslavement, to be exact. The rationing of all necessities, severe economic decline and job losses, large number of people freezing in the winter. Civil unrest. I could continue on with the list, but I think you get the idea. It's not going to be pretty. For those of us in the U.S., it seems like a scenario out of sight and out of mind. But this will not be the case. Europe is going to be scouring markets for energy supplies anywhere they can find them. Keep in mind, the U.S. is already sending 75% of its liquid natural gas exports to Europe. There is very little resource backup for the EU to dip into. This means less oil, less gas, less coal, less everything for, the, for purchase in America. Sure, we could pre be producing most of these resources in-house and cut exports to Europe, but the Biden administration will never allow that to happen. At the very least, prices are going to rise everywhere on the major of majority of goods and continue to predict that gas prices in the pump will climb up to around $7 a gallon on average. Propane and other heat commodities will rocket beyond previous highs. I'm seeing it right now around certain places so um supply chains will be weakened european manufacturing will take a massive hit and many of these businesses will not be able to operate at normal capacity most of them will have to reduce production and institute layoffs this means that european goods will be exported less frequently and prices on the remaining goods will spike in the u.s european agriculture will also be hit hard Food production will fall as energy supplies and fertilizer supplies falter. This means they will be buying up more grains and food from other nations, causing prices to jump for, for everyone else, including the U.S. Civil unrest in Europe is assured. Similar conditions are already brewing in the States, but it's hard to say. If Europe's problems will trigger public anger here, more price inflation might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. But this is unlikely until mass layoffs start later this year into 2023. It takes time for the public to realize things are not going to return to normal. Overall, the U.S. economy will continue its path towards the stabilization, though it seems that Europe will see the worst of the global crisis over the next several months. Unfortunately, interdependency created by globalism has left every country in the world overly reliant on the others. If any one link in the chain breaks, the entire system breaks. This is why decentralization is so important. It creates redundancy and protects each individual nation from a potential disastrous domino effect. And that is true, what Mr. 
Smith has to say. And like I talked about my last episode about foreign policy. Trade with all and not align with none. That's what Thomas Jefferson said in his inaugural address. And we need to keep that open. Sanctions? Supporting sanctions is an act of war. Study history on this. Even some of the politicians I'm not crazy about, a la Bernie Sanders, is against sanctions. And I have to respect sanctions in those areas, which I have to respect. Doesn't mean I'm going to love this man. Hell no. It has to be done this way, folks. We gotta be, We need to be more self-reliant. So we don't have to worry about about who's going to give us the oil and so forth. And this is interesting because even uh, at the time, Donald Trump made a statement when they want to do sanctions to Russia. He goes uh, and the uh, and and and. And, and the, the whole oil thing, and he's like, hey, don't do that. It's going to backfire. They laughed. Well, look what happened. Not a Trump lover, but I remember him making that statement. He's, and he's right. This is why you got to look at things in the bigger picture. No one wants to go to war. That's absurd. Only the politicians do. And the deep state. Rogue elements. Throw their ass in the front line, as far as I'm concerned. But well, this has really got to end. So, um, I'm going to do one more here. And this one came from LeoHuman.com. And this one here came out yesterday. Forget Bi- about Biden, Trudeau, Macron, and the rest of the WEF's puppet politicians. It's the system that rules us. And the system that must be broken. There has been so much written about Joe Biden's September 1st, quote, Sullivan Nation, unquote, speech that I have resisted to urge a way in. In a nutshell, Biden declared all MAGA Republicans to be enemies of the state and seemed to be nudging America in the direction of the one party rule, which is essentially what we already have is called, uni- called the Uniparty. My concern that people's attention is to focus on Biden and Trump and not enough of the sweeping global transformation that is going on. Speeches like the one Biden delivered on September 1st are meant to keep us distracted and diverted. I agree. The globalists are in, the, in their final stages of, of a plan to push the U.S. and the world into a digital system that's designed for near 100% compliance. Quote, no person will be left behind, unquote, as promised by the United Nations agenda 2030 documents. Regardless of what where you fall on a political spectrum, you must not lose sight of the fact that Biden is nothing but a puppet on a string, mouthing words that were meant to divide. I say this as a person who is not a Trump cheerleader. I fell out with Trump the first time I heard him brag about being a catalyst for the greatest medical genocide project in human history. But hating Biden is kind of like of hate, like hating the cashier at your local box store because you don't like the store's return policy. His controllers, the upper echelon globalists, know they can't take down the most powerful and wealthy country in the world unless it can be divided up along racial, political, 
social and religious lines. They will purposely create crises like the border debacle, violent crime waves, and mass shootings then use the media to gaslight the public on each side of that issue. In reality, the problem would never existed if they, the globalist predators, hadn't flung open the borders and hadn't fun prosecutors who refused to prosecute violent offenders to the full extent of the law. But if your goal is to destroy a nation, you must know, you know, you must first destroy its social cohesion. They look at how you stand on these controversies of their own creation and then design you to one of two teams. Team Biden and Team Trump. I will stop there for a moment. George Washington farewell address warned us about political factions. That was in September 1796. The date was the 19th. It just makes big things so much easier for them when our eyes are diverted onto these two divisive puppets. I'm still not sure if Trump is a willing puppet or if he is simply fell into the role, but he is a puppet. If he were an actual president, exercise of all powers invested in that office for four years, would have fired all the globalists on his team or never hired them in the first place. But before he surrounded himself with guys like Bill Barr, the Attorney General, Christopher Wray as FBI Director, his own son-in-law, Jared Kirshner, General Mark Milley as Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and many other globalists, which I have to agree. Within 72 hours last week, these two puppets, Biden and Trump, had mutually declared each other to be enemies of the state. It is the first in American history, never before have two nations, the nation's two leading political figures, declared each other to be not just wrong, but criminally culpable and be combatants deserving of the gallows. So the globalists are masters at manipulating public opinion through a roster of puppet politicians who are largely hated by their own national populations. Men like Biden, Trudeau in Canada, Mario Draghi in Italy, Emmanuel Macron in France, Mark Rutte in the Netherlands, Jacinda Ardern in New Zealand. They are all puppets of the World Economic Forum, which serves as puppet master. The strength of the globalist system right now is that it really has no human face to which it opponents can rally against. It has national puppets, but this is a global system with no visible global leader, at least not yet. The closest thing that would be Klaus Schwab, but most average Joes still don't know who he is. And even if they do, they're not going to take him seriously because he's too old and almost cartoonish in his villainous style of delivery. The, the tyranny coming out, coming at from many angles is difficult to pinpoint. It is baked into a system that is supported by both the two puppet political parties in the United States. They can rail against each other all they want, but regardless of the party they are. 
with a few exceptions, all propped up by the same system that runs through Silicon Valley, Big Pharma, the intel agencies, and the military-industrial biomedical establishment. This system can be described as global technocracy. Technocracy is the science of social engineering which results in a rule by experts. Technocrats hate politicians. It is any wonder that they are making them look bad all over the world right now? They want us to hate our political office holders, lose faith in the electoral system, based on the voting machines they supply us, and they want us to see them as, their, as the saviors. Absolutely. Mind Control 101, okay? Software engineers, unelected bureaucrats, scientists, those are the White Hats running to the rescue. Politicians can be changed out like wash rags, but technocrats provide the permanent foundation, the glue that holds the liberal order together. Trust them, we're told. Trust the science. It was the religious fervor that went to Dr. Fauci's head during COVID led him to declare himself questioning, boasting, I am the science. That's a quote. In this system, the anointed ones transcended us mere mortals and demand our submission. Never mind that it was these very experts, the mostly nameless, faceless technocrats who designed the system of oppression and based on endless boosters, lockdowns by fiat and digital biopasses required for entry into public spaces. Let me give you an example of how the systemic tyranny of technocracy reaches out to to touch us in much more subtle ways because if you can't identify the reject, the many small incursions, you will never have courage to reject the big ones. Nearly 23,000 Colorado customers with smart meters enrolled in the, quote, AC Rewards Program, unquote, to get money back on their utility bills, but in return, they give up control over their home thermostat. As is usually the case in these programs, they were asked to sacrifice a little for their personal autonomy for, quote, the greater good, unquote, and being obedient stooges to the liberal world order. They jumped at the chance. Anything to save the planet, right? The tools of technocracy almost always come with a dual purpose. One good, one entirely evil. In this case, conservation is a good thing. We shouldn't be wasteful, but there's always a catch. There's a video clip on here. You can check it out yourself, and I've seen it. I'm like, wow. This is how these programs start. They begin as voluntary with an incentive offer, usually a discount or rebate of some type and it later becomes punitive. One gentleman interviewed by a local news station said, quote, this is not what we signed up for, unquote. That's exactly what they signed up for. This is what they want. Everybody is subjected to under the Great Reset and a radical climate agenda being foisted upon the world by Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Larry Fink, and the rest of the globalist predator class. Another example came to me this week from a friend who drives a 2022 F Ford, Ford F-150 pickup truck. He was driving along the road one day 
went up the up went up flash a message on the dash cam screen which said quote you are tired please stop and rest he said all he did was yawn that was enough to trigger the command from artificial intelligence program into his truck I researched the F-150 model, and sure enough, that model is equipped with what Ford called the driver alert system. It says this feature can be turned off, but at what point the newer models have no off switch for this feature? Probably by 2016. This was, this, that's when the Biden administration has, as part of the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, mandated that all new vehicles be outfitted to re with a remote kill switch. Then, after two or more or three warnings, if you don't heed the command given to you by your vehicle's AI, then the AI system will be programmed to flip that kill switch and immobilize your vehicle. This is what life in a full-blown technocracy will look like. No control over your home thermostat. No control over your vehicle. No control over your own bodily autonomy as you will be forced to get your 15 COVID booster shot, your annual flu shot, your pneumonia flu sh uh, pneumonia shot, etc. And if you cannot show proof that you are, quote, up to date on your shots, unquote, then you will be banned from working a job, entertain, entering a restaurant or pub, the ballpark and grocery store. You can, you could even have your bank account frozen. And, that, and this is what this says here. Listen to the Prime Minister, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau speaking to a citizenry like they are children in the below video. Making sure you are, quote, up to date on your shots. He scolds them and he will have you lock you, he will have to lock you down again. Nice seeing the video clip. He is nothing more than a globalist piece of trash. A pure bend over Bob to the One World Order. That's glam boy Justin Trudeau. And I'd still like to know what um, Rolling Stone have to say about him now. Notice that figure tr um, Trudeau threw out 90%. I don't think that that was a random figure. I think that was... They need to achieve in order to implement the Great Reset. Don't get too distracted by Biden's latest infuriating speech or Trudeau's inflammatory arrogance. That's just meant to take your eyes off the real enemy. The enemy is the system. Opt out at every point where it touches your life and you will remain independently free from an AI-driven global system that seeks to enslave. They could only close the deal on this beast system if enough people walk into it voluntarily. They seem to be shooting for 90%. If they can get to 90% compliance, they figure they can deal with the remaining 10% by offering them very harsh terms. Join the system or get hauled off to the re-education camps. The good news is this fight isn't over, folks. They are not even close to 90% compliance. The bad news is that they will put it out all the stops to get there. That means the continual gaslighting, dividing, inciting, producing, um, ooh, prodding, 
punishing the good and rewarding the evil throughout society. Jesus said that in the last days, it will be, quote, like the days of Noah, unquote, where the dominant culture focused on nothing but evil continuously, and those devout Christians who identify and rebuke the wicked ones will, them, will themselves be labeled as evil. This will call for spiritual strength of endurance like we've never seen needed before. It's time to get serious. Let's not let's not let any buffoonish politician distract us with the bizarre, with bizarre rhetoric, hateful imagery, or anything else. It's game time. We can't afford to be distracted. We must laser focus on resisting the globalist system at all of its many pressure points. Shop with local independent retailers, buy meats, eggs, and produce from local farmers, use cash as much as possible, cancel Netflix, Disney, and other subscriptions with, quote, woke entities that corrupt our youth, rejecting masks and vaccine, get your money out of these massive money management firms like BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. Don't buy an electric vehicle. Keep eating meat. These are the things we can do that will short-circuit the systems. If you have a story to share of how you were pressured to submit to the technocratic beast system but resist it, please share in the comments. And LeoHaman.com is 100% reader supported. He's based out of Georgia. And he's absolutely correct. We can beat this damn thing. And this is why... Yes, I do say Biden is um, rhetoric speech was treasonous. I call it projective. But he's just one man. If, if people will get, if they'll get rid of him or he resigns, he'll be the fall guy. I never liked the gentleman. His voting record is heinous. I did a show on it, by the way, a while back on his speech. So you can check it out on my Anchor account and other channels. But one thing you've got to say, there's bigger fish to fry, my friends. And we're doing damn good. Okay, people are waking up. we got to be vigilant. Don't fall for the hype. Don't rely on all the technocratic um, big chain um, 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 companies, okay? Minimize it the best you can. I, I get caught in it too. I admit that. I always try to hit the small shops and um, restaurants and so forth. I try to, I, so I've been very good. And shop, think and act locally. That's one thing you could drive them crazy on. This is why, remember a while back, someone posted on Facebook, how come there's no one protesting in the U.S.? And I gave them that link on the anti-commandering doctrine. They liked that article. Last one, the 10th Amendment Center. So the key is this, folks. The key to, uh, key to liberty, or the eternal vigilance, is the key to liberty. We gotta stay, stay on top of our game. Laugh at these people, mock them. I do it all the time. They hate me with the passion. And I don't, I don't do that animosity, but I'm principled. Hate the sin, not the sinner, right? There you go. Defy their actions. So, this is not just these United States, but worldwide. These individuals are walking around bare, naked, and not a damn thing they can do. We can all make a difference. So, don't trust the government. Don't believe the hype. Fight the one world order one way or the other. Don't complain. 
take action, choose your avenue, how how to be how to be um a participant. All right. Well, I know September 11th is going to be the 21st anniversary of the horrific event, and I still stick to my guns. It was a global order agenda or new world order, whatever you want to call it. It was socially engineered. I'm, I'm a truther, not a cooker. Observe claims responsibly. And I am convinced it was done by design. That was funny because I was actually reading um, a video. I saw a video. Watch our track site um, was sold to Jared Kirshner a couple of years ago. And I remember a chat one of the a person that they used to live there who was a witness, drove a witness. And um at, at all, and um he was telling me one of the reasons why they moved because it's September eleventh. Remember all that toxicity, asbestos flew right over them in Brooklyn Heights. Like very like really right in that area. So a lot of folks got affected by it as well. Just give you that one example. And of course, we gotta look at the road to tyranny. How it became more of a technocratic society, police state. And this is why when I'm, it really dawns on me when people wanna depend on this government to protect them and so forth. And I say this you haven't learned a damn thing on what happened on September 11th. Foreign policy and right for self defense was the biggest flaw fallacy. When government knows best, it turns to manure. Remember the fallen ones. The ones that suffered and the first responders and beyond. One day the truth is coming out. And, and, and I still support the 9-11 truth movement. Always I observe things responsibly. Question. They never attacked us for our freedoms. That was the biggest lie in the book. You know, another thing too, I have my differences when it comes to Islamic faith. However, the one they claim to be radical Muslims, that's not more than a distraction. Of course, people will still buy their future narratives. Many of them got bribed too. So all you folks out there that want the truth, keep the ball rolling. Many of us are behind you because we're doing our end as well. All right. Well, that will be it. I thank everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share throughout your social media networks. I know it's a long episode, so thank you for your patience. <laughs> and um, furthermore, I'll leave all the footnotes of these articles on my page. And if you want to contact me, if you have any questions, comments, all that good stuff, you can go to Loki Luck number zero three at protemail.com. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. And if you support National Pulse, altmarket.us, a la Brandon, Brandon Smith, or to Leo Hammond, that'd be great. Do it. I always um, admire some of these individuals' um, articles. So, um, Always good to share the information, folks. Remember, find the truth, spread the love. Trust me, you'll benefit a long way. 
Alright, once again, thank you for your time, but always remember that the maniac resistance is healthy for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love. May your guardian spirits be with you.